Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering the fallout of some seemingly skimpy Bachelor in Paradise reunion. Ooh. Some presidential announcements. Okay. And patchy timelines. Wow, and this is episode 242. Let's go! <laughs> okay, okay. Um, we got some juicy news uh, that we got to get to for the finale, part two of uh, Bachelor in Paradise this week. But V, um, before we get into all that, let me know. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I, I just got back uh, a day ago from when we're recording this mm. um, from being back home in Naperville, suburb of Chicago um, for the holiday. Uh, I got to spend a lot of time with my family. Um, my, all my brothers were back. My brother and his fiance were there and, um, you know, my parents and I got to see my grandparents. Um, and so we did, we did some, you know, holiday things. We lived by a arboretum and went to like their light situation called illuminations. It was beautiful. It was great. Some of it was kind of trippy. Um, we had a pretty chill Thanksgiving. It's literally just my siblings and my grandparents and my parents. So, Mm -hmm which that sounds like a lot because I have three brothers, but, um, it's, that's pretty low key. Um, and then I got to see some of my pals that, you know, I've known since I was like five or younger. Um, the end, you know, one of them has a baby. One of them has a new puppy, a baby, a puppy there. Some of them are, you know, two of them are married. And then one of them, you know, she's lived there for a while and she's my pal. So it was great. And then, um, my parents are U of I, University of Illinois alums, and so we went to the U of I versus, North, versus Northwestern football game in Evanston, which is right outside of Chicago, and so that was fun. Um, but yeah, I had a you know pretty busy but relaxing time at home. That's dope. What about That's you? Um, yeah, just you know did the Thanksgiving thing, went down to um, drove down to Orlando, and then spent some time with the family there for a little bit. Then drove down to Miami with my sister and my brother-in-law, my nephew, and saw my dad's side of the family. Got to go in a pool because it's so warm down there in Miami. So that was yeah. Cool. Like how warm was it? Oh, it was, how warm <laughs> was it? It was warm. Um, you know, it was it was. Perfect. That wasn't. I actually. It's it was weird. Too warm in yeah. Chicago. It was, was like it? fifty degrees. Yeah. What the hell? I didn't really think about it. I mean, the pool was just nice. I think they have heated pools too, so it was like, you know, dope mm-hmm. like that. But it was cool. I got to spend time with the family. Um, you know, got to you know spend time with the older side um played some card games which were really fun oh yeah Um, played a lot of games played a lot of games this past week lost them all i had a whole day that i was just the ultimate loser (laughs) where i didn't win a single game i played games with my friends and with my family didn't win a single game because the day prior i was playing uno and other games and i did win a couple of those games but one day i was just ultimate loser all day long couldn't win well, ultimate loser, uh, you're still a winner here on the future bachelor. Indeed, I try. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah. So, and then I drove back, you know, and it was like I got caught in like two, three hours of traffic. So, what should have been like a six hour ride was like an eight to nine hour thing. So, um, that's I usually never try to travel on like you know days 
that people are traveling back from vacation or a holiday or something, you know? So right. I kind of messed up because, you know, I had to be back in time for the, everything this week. But um, yeah, that's all I was pretty much doing, uh, you know, so but enough of that. Why don't we get into what enough we of that. enough of that. Let's get into like, um, you know, what we like to do around here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's that time to talk about VIP on our show. That's Bachelor in Paradise. YouTube. Yo, I would just want to, first of all, before we get into all this, um, I need you guys to subscribe. Smash subscribe. that thumbs up button and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. Do it. And if you just did, oh, huge shout huge out to you. Huge shout out. Ooh, we air horns for you. Um, yeah, shout out to all our new subscribers. I see y'all um, getting in on the on the future Bachelor buzz. Um, you know, huge shout out to um, our, our comments crew the nancy drew crew um consistent family Catherine ann chelsea allen and kathleen kemp you know they are the homies i hope you guys had a great thanksgiving uh we got this bonus episode of talking about the finale here for y'all um you know and if you guys want to get like shouted out on an episode all you got to do is leave a comment below and just let us know what you think maybe answer some questions that we ask at the end of this segment and um you know let you guys know that we're also on instagram at the future bachelor um you know that's a great place to keep up with us uh and follow us and get us on social media and uh you know it, it on the off season now that we're kind of coming to a point where uh bachelor in paradise or bachelor or bachelorette are not on we get into we still talk about bachelor stuff here so you know subscribe if you're into bachelor nation news because um every week we'll hit you with what's been going on in the nation and um and keep you updated until we get to that next uh bachelor what's it what's the guy's name again Zach. Zach. <laughs> how can I forget? Um, I know how. Um, but yeah. I know how. Because he's got mashed potato face. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But this. You know, he's just got like one of those squishable, uh, you know, blank kind of faces. You know that. what I mean? Mashed potato face. Okay. Um, so, you know, make sure you're sticking around, subscribing. We're still here giving you your Bachelor content in the off season. And we'd love to get to know you. So, uh, you know, definitely do that. Uh, you know, it's been a fun ride this year with YouTube. We're going to continue to go hard at it um, in the coming months, in the next year. So um, what are we, are we rounding about five years of doing this podcast yeah oh my goodness technically we we celebrate for those new to the show we celebrate two anniversary dates because we have when we originally started in the beginning of january mm. with re season and then for reasons we couldn't really put out podcasts but we were still recording every week for three months and then we actually then restarted the show if you will in april of the year um, so yeah, it's, it's, those are so long, like such a long time ago. I kind of want to, you know, we should get, we should get lunch or dinner sometime and just, you know, reminisce about the beginning again and talk <laughs> about the future, you know? Um, Badger. but yeah, I mean, like you, like you said, you guys see us here on YouTube, you know, if you're listening right now on the pod, um, shout out to you guys sticking around and stuff too, because, you know, we've really focused on this visual side of it. But if you guys want to hear us, we talk about way more than just bachelor stuff on the show every week. We talk about pop culture 
news. We talk about our lives. We talk about new music. So, and a bunch of other random things that might be happening in our lives. So, um, make sure you're, you know, following us, not just on YouTube, but, you know, um, subscribing to our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts and, um, you know, keep up to date with us. Be, join, join the family. Um, cause we love y'all. So that's a long intro, just, you know, getting to right. the end of the year, end of the, the show. We kind of just want to get all that out there. So V, um, you know, Thanksgiving, we watched the first night and, and talked about it. Now it's post Thanksgiving and we have a lot to talk about with this finale, the actual finale, um, you know, the live, reunion, the if reunion you will. Um, on today's episode. So where do we start? Like, you know, where do we leave off? Where do we start with this season? So eight? we're entering the second night of the finale where it's going to be the reunion show. It's not live. It was recorded probably a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, and, or, you know, so around that time. And they're going to intersplice, you know, showing us and the state, the audience. So the audience there got to see, you know, two weeks ahead of time what happens at the the, the end of the beach. So we're, we're starting, we're kind of splitting it in between doing the crowd work, working with our whole cast that we've got there. Um, pretty much except Teddy. Teddy wasn't there. There was a couple which, people that weren't there. Um, Teddy definitely I wasn't expecting to show up, but me neither. I really think, you know, Teddy didn't like really promote this show or anything. I think she really had had some issues with production and everything like that. But yeah. um she wasn't there. There's was a couple other folks that were like James wasn't there, stuff like other people who were barely on, some of the split week girls that were barely on weren't there i just don't think they had time like you know judging you know just kind of you know they they were really going into this victoria greg and johnny what i know they filmed for 13 hours oh my goodness of that reunion so they cut out a bunch of honestly what i think could have probably been more entertaining stuff for us to see than like i mean if you even look at the bachelor in paradise um Instagram, they showed like a whole segment where they did like nectar or not nectar game with Wells and like the whole cast, because that's like one of like Aaron's, you know, bro lingo things. And that obviously was not aired. That was part of the content that they made while they were there. And it was not aired, but they made a separate clip for that because obviously that does well on social. Yeah. But they did. I think they really wanted to try to focus on moving some narratives forward and some not. But in general, how they split this show up is they you know, went in, did some like recaps of some folks and then as well as kind of finished out what happened on the beach. So uh, they show a big recap of the whole season, which like my thing is I get it. These finales, these reunions get some of the most viewers and things. So you're going to want to show that to like catch people maybe up to speed who haven't really been watching. But I would have loved that time to be used for other stuff as well as like they did the preview at the end for Zach's season which was more confusing than interesting to me because they showed Tajwan and Victoria Fuller and that. And it's like, why are they there? Like, what's happening? Are they hosting a date? But how do they get to host a date? Whatever. Who knows? But definitely, I'm like, I would have liked more of the juice of the reunion. But um, they sort of start before we even get to the final two couples on the beach. They start with some of the the, the brief catch ups. You know, they play into the whole Kira Romeo bit for a hot second, literally like a second. Ask Romeo, how are you doing? Reaction to like how his face was at the end of his time on the beach. And um, Wells says that's like the funniest thing. 
<laughs> Which I'm like, was it really? Like, it was funny, but also like, yeah. okay. I uh, just, I think what's been funnier is how him and Kira have really been like living in the bit and like being all like, we're not going to take this seriously. Like, it's just a TV show. Like, I think that's the best. Like, they've like been like, we're doing great. We're going to just reclaim this whole bit for ourselves here. So, um, I mean, they've lasted a pretty long time since the show. Um, right. You know, so, I mean, he's, I don't know, maybe Romeo didn't say much, but, you know, he probably learned a lot. He seemed like he hopefully learned a lot from seeing himself on this season. So, um, you know, he made some messy moves, but I don't know. He's still likable to me. I don't know. I feel like he's like, yeah, I don't, he's I just mean, like I too stupid really... for his own good or something, you know? No yeah, offense. I think he was kind of an idiot in some points, but yeah, I don't really think, you know, He's malicious. I yeah. think he was just. I, I think he didn't really know how to play the game. Like he was forcing it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, where other people are more, you know, casual about like trying to date multiple people and stuff, and better timed. Um, but yeah, so they do that. Um, what else they get into? They get into a bunch about Split Week. You know, their ripoff of um, uh, Love Island's Casa Amor and. Logan and Sinead talk a little bit about how their situation ended. Uh, seems like they both, you know, don't see eye to eye on it, but they both were like, they just came to terms with like, they won't see eye to eye on it. Um, it was funny because I watched uh, this with my mom when I was back home and she's all like, why is everybody so into Logan? He doesn't like look that cute. And I'm like, thank you. Oh my God. She's like, he's got beady eyes. I'm like, oh my God. Well, I mean, as a guy, it's not even that he's good looking. It's just like, like, I don't know. Now, now I've seen him on two different like shows and they are, they try their hardest to make him look like a villain or something. I agree. And he, when he doesn't. actually had the villain look at this reunion. Sure. He needs to grow back the facial hair. Though. <laughs> that look was not working for him. I'm like, Logan, don't look like the villain. Like you actually like came out the good guy. Yeah. Like, you know? I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. Like I always, I always have like a, like a, a little, uh, you know, um, a, piece of me that goes for people that they try to make the villain and aren't like you know i kind of felt like that about shanae but you know shanae is just a strong personality like you know she she definitely is yeah and um but yeah so that goes down what else happens uh so then this brings up the whole then you know who he was last with was kate and kate like half apologizes for saying all the classist bullshit that she said about logan and to logan and whatever and, you know, you she was like, I was out of pocket, whatever. And like, and she's like, I was just saying it to the girls, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's all like, you're mic'd up. Like, you know that there's cameras and things everywhere. What do you mean? Like, how did you not think this would come? And she's like, well, it wasn't like, I wasn't saying it. Like, I was saying whatever. But it's just like, it still comes from a really shallow place of being all like, I want the man to provide for me. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you're like, don't act like you're better than that when you obviously aren't. Like, yeah, I mean, Logan aren't. hit like the crowd and like everybody by being like, I came out here, you know, trying to do this. I've done anything like, you know, the thing is, it's like. Not only is it shallow, but it's unrelatable, like what Kate is doing. It is. You know, for the majority of, of America who's like, you know, trying to just get by sometimes and stuff. Grinding, yeah. You, you know, it's just like, uh, who are you, dude? Like, you're going to get hated on. And that's why, like, she, there's probably no love for Kate. And, and if that's because, because I, I was listening to Nick Vial's, um podcast from last week, like the, his recap and stuff like that. And they brought up a good point of like, is this her trying to like 
get her spot on selling sunset. But I'm like, that can't be it because of like just different contracts and things with bachelor. Like if she, cause she works for Oppenheimer group that does selling sunset on Netflix. Like that's, you know, the real estate agency that is the focus of that show. I'm like, is she trying to be like the next like mean girl in the real estate office? Or like, is she just trying to get some bite? Cause she like, I don't really see much of a personality out of her otherwise. So I'm like, I think she's good it. TV. I think she's good TV. I mean, um, I, I wouldn't say she's good, like a great person. I don't know that, but like, I think she she was entertaining on TV. Like, you like to see people like just shamelessly be mean, you know? Um, I, I don't know. That's just me personally. And and you've you've seen people like um, Balake go on to do other shows and stuff. So eventually yeah. that contract will end, and I'm sure somebody, if she's in that world. Um, you know, this was a good, I think, uh, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of like her audition tape, if yeah, you will. You know, I, I totally see it. And uh, honestly, she, she needed to get some more FaceTime when she was going to be out here. Cause like, you didn't really see her too much on the other show she was on. So, yeah. um, the bachelor. So yeah, I mean, I, I just, I think, you know, after being probably beaten up on social media and online and stuff, she probably was just like, you could tell that she was kind of coming with her tail between her legs and Logan, um again you know it seems reasonable you know he's just right. he is who he is right. and um i i, I would you know I, I wish i looked more into these people like it's, it looks like a lot of people like try to do music that go on the show like i don't know if logan yeah yeah because i saw his tiktok and stuff or instagram or whatever where he's all like i actually do music too and it was like I think it was a TikTok because yeah, then it had I've like seen, the I audio think was his song. Johnny does music and stuff. Like I, I saw mm-hmm. someone saying that he had like a music video and everything. So um, it's just interesting. Like a lot of people do music and then try. That's to why on the I show. think like you know they really thought they had something with that whole um, uh, song of the whatever the Bachelor music one that they had. And I think because I, because they're all like <laughs> the the people are there that want this kind of platform, but it just didn't. I don't think it really hit with audiences. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I love that show. Actually, I thought it was pretty good, um, but I, you know, some of those people were really talented. Um, yeah, no, that's the thing, and I think you know they definitely have a ripe pool for picking for that kind of show. I just, I don't know if it maybe. I'm went surprised as well as though they- somebody hasn't become like really famous yet from The Bachelor. You know, like to go on to be an actor or. Um, or a musician or something like that. Not that I can think of off the top of my head, mm. but like, um, I'm just surprised that hasn't happened. Yet. I mean, they're like, they're famous in the sense of like the show fame, like bachelor nation and stuff, but not like, you know, something. One else. former bachelorette, I think does like some sort of like has some sort of company and stuff, but that's like, once again, not the same kind of fame. Right. So, um, um so yeah, so we get the, uh, we're finishing up with Logan. Um, we get Jacob, and Jill and Jacob. So yeah. like, cause they're talking all about Jill look good. Week. Huh? Jill looked good on the reunion. Jill looked great. You know, the split week, she talks about how split week affected her the most. Jacob, you know, kind of goes back on how he's like, you know, I definitely didn't handle things the right way. And like, I, I definitely fumbled the bag and then whatever. And he like runs over to where Jill sat in and asks if she's willing to, you know, make, their relationship work and give it another go. And she says yes. And they kiss and then he picks her up and runs out of the soundstage with her. Yeah. I mean, they, they make a good couple, but to me and Jake, that was like a smooth move. Like, you know, just being like, he was talking to, 
to um, Jesse and then just gets up and starts talking to Jill, like, you know, um, but to me, I always wonder, like, these people are so, like the show's so incestual, incestual. Sorry, I'm, I don't know why I'm like messing up that word, but why do they not go outside? Are you, you really can't find like somebody great? Like that's not in Bachelor Nation. Like, I mean, many of them do. Uh, but like, I think when you're that fresh off the show and if you did really have feelings for these people, then yeah, I can see how it's easier when you, those are your connections you have. I can see how. Sure. I'm just saying like, J- like J- Jacob, like made so many connections on that beach. Like, are you not doing that same thing in real life? Like, is it just the beach to where you can, you're hopping around and not dating other people? Like, I mean, I'm sure they both had been, or they maybe were trying or whatever. Who's to say? I don't know. I just wonder, um, what else? So then we get into very minimally, honestly, I feel like they probably cut a bunch of this, but we get into the whole Eliza, Justin Rodney journey. What I realized is that I really don't remember if I got any like final thing about Justin and Eliza when she went to visit. No, we didn't, which I am mad about. I feel like that definitely was maybe something that was cut or whatever, something that they really glossed over. Because like I wanted more because I I guess I think it's probably something that was cut because I wanted more to figure out like, you know, what really happened there. Like I wanted to hear from Justin I wanted to hear from Eliza on like where that was because I guess like I even think like Justin and Eliza were maybe talking recently like in L.A. and like he was trying to hang out with her and like that wasn't happening or was like miscommunication something. That's what I've read or heard. But, um, you know, the Eliza Rodney, they really like bring that up again and get them both emotional. And, um, you know, it's still like and like even I felt like uh, Jesse Palmer tried to paint as as if Rodney was all like, well, you encouraged her to go on the date. And he was like, well, what I said was that, like, you know, I wouldn't want her to feel like she couldn't do something. Like, I wouldn't want to be hypocritical because I had just been with Lace and this, that. And, like, which I, I'm siding with Rodney in this situation. Like, I think Eliza was going to be upset either way he painted that situation. Like, I just really don't think she would have been happy either way. I think she would have been, if he was all like, don't go on this date, she'd be all like, well, we're on this beach. Like, I don't really, even though she's like, that's but what I wanted to hear you say was don't go on the date. Like, I don't think she would have been happy either way. Yeah, and that, that I guess, but also like, I don't know, as a guy watching the show, it was pretty annoying to watch him and um, Logan you know, just be like, they're like so confident that they're like, go on a date. And I guess in real life, like you would be like, do what you're going to do. That's what I would say. I'm like, do what you're going to do. Because like, you know, if you end up coming back to me, then we'll talk then. But like, you know, I probably wouldn't be so like cool about it. Like, yeah, I, I well, want you yeah. to go. I feel and- like Rodney started to sweat later on into the date, but yeah. But um, anyways, they bring up asking like Eliza's tearful all of this and Eli- they bring up like Eliza do you still have feelings for Rodney and of course she says yes and they turn it over to Rodney and I, I have to give it up for Rodney because he pretty much you know sums it up as you know I really wish you the best but like I've done my healing and my work and like I have to move on like They're, I can't. He's still trying to campaign to be the bachelor that's what I said. I mean I I could probably see that too but yeah. Um, But Yeah. I mean, more power to him. Like, I mean, that's what, if more people were like that, you know, I mean, everyone deserves, I guess, a second chance, but like, 
like they say, but you know, no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you had your chance. Like sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's be like that, you know, and you have to, like, if they're going to do that to you, like, you know, you can't ever undo that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I yeah. do feel for Eliza because I feel like she was upset in general. She feel I think she felt cornered into. Yeah, I mean, producers put made her into this like you know, sh- like they shook her up like and and like a human being that's not used to this situation and stuff. They're going to not know what decision to make. They're feeling pressured by everyone that loves Rodney. Her feelings are over here. Um, she just made mistakes, like you know, and it just you gotta kind of what is a you you made your bed now 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 sleep in it yeah so um that's that's it you made your bed so it's time to sleep in it <laughs> oh my god yeah uh but anyways uh yeah so that was pretty interesting i was like good for you radney um more drama you know we get genevieve and aaron um, they relive all of their fights and trials and tribulations and they bring Genevieve up first and you know she kind of goes through her view on some of the stuff and then they bring up Aaron and I honestly I thought this was a very mature apology on both ends from them they both took accountability they both uh you know realized where they were reactive and being a dick and doing whatever like they both realized they fucked up and they both hug it out and it seemed to go, it seemed to go well. I honestly, I think I was probably a, a better apology than I've seen on this show um, yeah, in general. but that was all good and all, but you know, you know, us as like, you know, that in Bachelor Nation know that we've been hearing rumors of Aaron, like having a girlfriend or two. Yeah. Like, so before the I show. guess that wasn't brought up on the show because Genevieve didn't find any of that out until after the filming of this reunion um, because I don't think she would have been so teary and happy with like his apology if that had been the case. Right. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so that all came out, I guess, after they filmed this reunion and she, you know, obviously she's been posting a lot of shit, kind of like trying to call him out on all of that. And it, I think most of his responses have been like, uh, whatever. So I think there's definitely, but there's some girls that, you know, he potentially even before going on Paradise was kind of two timing and then potentially one of them overlapped with when he was on See, that makes more sense to me. That's what I was saying about Jacob. It's like, that makes more sense to me. You're dating a bunch of people outside of the show and you're going back into the show and stuff. Um, So whatever about them. Um, This one I found troubling, um, the Brittany and Tyler yeah. So explain this and we'll talk about so, it a little bit. You know, we see them leave the beach saying that they love each other, saying that they want to see what, how this could go after the beach. They're going to go back home together, whatever. And like they did, they went home, met each other's families, did the whole bit. We're dating. And then it seems like we got like really nothing concrete out of them. But it seems like, you know, maybe for Brittany, it wasn't really working Maybe she felt smothered by um, Tyler. I don't know. I think, you know, seems like they tried to take a break because I think maybe she wasn't vibing with what he was giving out. And then while they tried to take that break from her perspective, 
he was still DMing, Snapchatting, message like you know text messaging whatever her and she's like this is like too much um which she seems like a kind of gal that like she doesn't do clinging at at all um and then i guess you know he brought up how the only reason the only time he ever heard from her was a month later when her mom sent him something and then he reached out to her and he's like and if you love someone you check in on them i'm like not really not after a breakup that's kind of not how that works but yeah you know though I did not like the way Britney came off. Like she, I don't like it either. But I also feel heartless. like, they, yeah, I, which kind of gave like Merritt a little bit to like the stuff like Pizza Pete was saying about her and stuff. Like maybe uh, she, I'm never gonna give Merritt to anything that Pizza Pete says because he's a misogynist. But that's fine. Um, but I mean, I, I'm just saying, like as a viewer, um, you know, he was. They didn't really show what she said too much on a date. They kind of just framed it like he was talking the whole time. But he said some interesting things about mm-hmm. her being like more into, you know, different things like, you know, social media and all this different stuff. And I could see from the vibe she was putting out there, it was like she got hot a little bit from being on this show and she wanted to live life a little bit more outside of just like, you know, pairing up with who she met on the show. And, um, so it just really didn't seem like, uh, a good look for Brittany, you know, almost like it was almost like a Victoria situation, but I know, um, I think they're really trying to paint these dudes in better lights as well. Like give them the whole like sad boy looks. Um, I mean, that it, he was sad. He was like crying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and also not only that, but she broke up with him on the same day, his episode of him getting broken up with by yeah. Rachel. So I, I mean, Tyler's just a sweet guy. Like, you know, I, I don't know what to say about that. Well, he is in that moment because we got to see a little bit more of Tyler throughout this episode that kind of was like, well, that's a little different Tyler than, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm used to, but, um, yeah, anyways, they kind of like skate through that. Brittany didn't really get a good look on that. So, um, it's just, which is really interesting because I think like during the season, her and Victoria were the two women that we were talking about being like, damn, those, those, they seem like pretty down to earth, you know, but some of these people just really know how to be on TV. Right. You know, right. they, they really know how to do it. They know how to be, um, you know, they're master manipulators. Uh, right. So uh, moving on from that, what do we get into? We do Danielle and Michael, who are the other, you know, another couple that went home together. Um, they are, you know, doing great, doing amazing even. Uh, she's met his son and she's moving to Akron, Ohio. Not moving in, but moving there so that they, you know, continue to grow the relationship and they seem you know, so great. So whatever. They barely get to Sierra is dressed ready for ready to lay it out. She's like got this hot little latex dress on her hair's looking good. She's looking fine as fuck. And they barely they like, you know, pan over to her, do a quick little bit like, you know, uh, Michael gave her very minimal lip service about, you know, how he wished things went a different way. But from what we know, from what I've heard and read is that he, you know, he asked for Danielle to come. Danielle was pulled out of bachelor retirement to come on the show for Michael. And so he obviously bid his time with Sierra. That's the way it goes. 
That's the way it goes. That's the name of the show. I know, but but then I think you got to take responsibility for the feelings that you're impacting when obviously Sierra was feeling some kind of way. Maybe, but this is just business and Bachelor Nation. Like, you know. I know, but th- that wasn't how it was for Sierra, though. I, I, But the thing is, it's like Sierra. And my thing is, like, why pull somebody out of, obviously, he wanted to get paid. Danielle didn't need to get paid. She was doing fine until they pulled her out. Like, they could have, if they've already been talking otherwise, the only reason why they're on the beach is to get paid to then, you know. Well, which there's this whole, me- like, Bachelor Nation royalty thing now being a success story. Just, like, your value goes up. And there's no winning for Sierra. Like, there's no winning. Like, the only thing she could do is just, like, unfortunately not say much. Because it's like, look what you're going against. You're going a couple that obviously should be together. And mm-hmm. they they got, like, the sad, one of the saddest stories together you know, individually that the show's seen, you know, it's just, you're, you're fighting an uphill battle at that point. You know, it doesn't matter. Like these people obviously should be together. You're going to be old news. It's just like, and it sucks. And unfortunately that's just the position she finds herself in. Maybe she was used, but yeah. Well, and I guess, you know, she's battling stuff right now where Caitlin and Daniel, like Daniel's kind of been doing a little bit of her, like going to the different podcasts and stuff and really now promoting the, as you said, the whole like, um, part of like bachelor royalty bit. But, uh, and like, they kind of have been low key shit talking Sierra and like Sierra hasn't been having it. Like she was on, I guess they had been on Caitlin Bristow's podcast and like caitlin was all like oh who Kate, was that caitlin other was like, the one i felt like talking yeah. the most smack though yeah like, you know yeah. she who is she like to do you know talk about any of this like you you know and, and and another annoying part is the tears of bachelor nation like you know if you're like the popular kids like you all the popular kids stand up for the po- other popular kids like you'll see this happening with nick and victoria and stuff like that it's just it is what it is um so you know, that's just, you, there's, especially when you're that high up, like a Caitlin or um, grocery store, Joe and all these people, like they just like, I don't know, they kind of have to, um, they don't want to bite the hand that feeds them. So they all yeah. like kind of suck each other's asses. So, um, yeah, anyways, so that was whatever, uh, I, Michael says he loves Danielle for the first time on for stage, the first time, um, which I don't know. That some seemed weird to me. It seemed weird, especially like as, as that was like the first thing after like them bringing in like Sierra, like, you know, being all like, you know, whatever, as long as you're happy kind of bullshit. Yeah. And like, then he's all like, I've only said I love you to one person, but I love you, Daniel. And then she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, what? that's a weird way to say it, too. Like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But, but I mean, uh, good for them. I'm happy they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what else are we getting into here? Then we get back to like actually showing the end of the beat time at the beach. So we get to see the proposals of each. We get to see we only get to see Johnny talk to Neil Lane because they really bring up how he's like, I feel like this is kind of what I have to do. And like Neil Lane's like, you don't have to do anything. He's like, well, I want to based on like where our relationship is at. And like, you know, and I want to be with her, blah, blah, blah. I kind of feel for Johnny in this situation because like, you know, who is ever ready like in in real life and then you're on this like thing it's like you know you're just being honest like you know and and open and uh, i mean people expect you to say all these romantic things about like you know why you're getting married and it's just like 
he's just really likes Victoria. She's hot as shit. And like, you know, he wants to keep her forever. Um, so that's the reasons, you know, uh, and we're getting this ring and we're on TV. Like, you know, so, um, I didn't, I didn't really, really get, like lean into too much of his hesitation but um yeah so he he does they go into the show he's getting his ring what else we seen i mean and then he proposes and she says yes and they seem happy and gushy and cute even though he still seems like trepidatious almost like he seems iffy about it i mean i just think johnny's thing is just being like always cool like, you know, yeah. um, to a fault sometimes. But, yeah. But, but to so me, they, I'm like, you got get... like the hottest girl that just agreed to marry you. Like, you know, um, but I don't know but, if that's enough. Like, you know, post seeing all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we also see. Uh, Brandon and Serene. Yeah, they, they get they get engaged. And then Jesse comes down with his little book. And he says, I did something crazy. I got ordained last night on the line. And what would you guys say about getting married? And then they cut to the break. And then, you know, we're all like, oh, my God. Um, And they bring, you know, they bring them out. And they're all like, oh, my God. Like, you know, they come out as a couple. Well, actually, did they come out first or did Johnny come out? And did they do that They did that whole bit. And then they do they end the show because they can't end it with that. They got to end it with actual love like this work. Okay, so we do. So I guess we'll get in. Let's get into the Johnny. So they bring out Johnny Mm -hmm. first. And he's alone. Obviously, Victoria is not with him. And to be honest, I stopped watching after Victoria, Johnny, Greg thing because it just was like. You can't beat that, <laughs> you know. After everything, after that seemed very boring. Like you know, we're back in the yeah. show. <laughs> so they they bring on Johnny, and he talks about how like you know they ended things, and how he's really hurt, and like how he's like really upset. You could tell he like really doesn't want to be there. You could tell he like really doesn't want to be doing this. And well, yeah, uh, of course he doesn't because like there's just like everything that he hates is like just behind a wall about to come out and. You know, um, I thought Johnny did well. I thought Johnny did as best as he could. Yeah. Um, so they bring out Johnny. They talk about it for a little bit. He tells his side. Then they bring out Victoria and she condescendingly like puts her hand on him. Like, are you okay? All right, good. And yeah. And then like get, keeps it rolling. Yeah. And then, I mean, she's prepared it, it, for trying to put out her narrative. Well, of course, because she's coming in where the whole audience and everything is primed to being all like, poor Johnny, Victoria broke his heart and definitely like stepped out on him and whatever. And, you know, so then she comes in ready to rock and roll with her narrative and being all like, you know, how long is somebody supposed to wait before like getting with somebody like we had our problems? We did this or that, like blah, 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 where the timeline gets real fuzzy. Because she, like, says that, you know, things ended with them three weeks after they came back, back in the summer. And then he's saying that they were still working things out, you know, maybe a few weeks before she went to Rome or maybe around that same time with Greg as, you know, their first date. Um, So she and then so she fires back with this whole, like, you know, things were really toxic you know, he like I 
things just weren't working when we got back to the real world. And he, you know, made comments about how, like, what good of a woman am I if I don't cook and I clean? And then he called me, you know, an effing C-U-N-T. And what do you think about all this? Do you think this, this is, is all stuff that she's using to make herself look like more this, poor me? I mean, my thing is Johnny doesn't deny calling her that in in the moment that we see. And he does say, you know, the whole sexist joke thing. He said that was a joking moment. Don't make this into something that it's not like we were joking about, you know, people joke like that all the time. Yeah. It rolls in a relationship, Mm -hmm. whatever. But he never denies the the C word drop, which then obviously this is like so she's definitely coming in being all like, bam, bam. This is like, why would I want to stay? But they didn't even talk about or they didn't show them talking about domestic violence of her. Throwing, throwing the wine glass at him yeah. that potentially is what made him say that to her. Mm-hmm. So and like her saying potentially, we don't know, this is alleged, that she was like, you know, I'm out of your league, blah, blah, blah. And that's like what probably preempted this fight. So I Dude, feel like she, she, I, I don't know. I kind of be- believe Johnny, like, you know, and maybe it's not right to call somebody that stuff, but it's definitely not right to throw like a wine bottle or wine glass at someone. Yeah, I think they're both definitely in the wrong if both things are happening. Um, I obviously words I think, are a lot different than physical violence, right? But so I that's think, what I'm trying to say here is that like she's really trying to use this like words thing, like because the word is it sometimes a word can seem like a, especially a word like that. Um, can seem a lot worse than some other things, but they're really not. Like words are not ever worse than like, you know, physically assaulting somebody, you know? Um, I mean, it depends on a situation, but this word in specific, like, I mean, I wouldn't say it's good to use, but I mean, words are words and physical violence is a whole nother thing. So, um, yeah. And, you know, she's trying to deny that there was any cheating that was involved and, He's putting forth that there's at least emotional cheating. He's like, maybe you didn't do anything, but you definitely were talking to Greg and whatever when we were still trying to figure things out. Yeah. To go back to it, I think they both cancel each other out, like just for for the sake of the interest of of everyone is interested in this, like, you know, triangle. Um, So if we take out the words and the physical violence, now we're at, you know, is it okay for someone to step out? Like, you know, are you, how much, what do you, how do you feel about this? I mean, I think emotional cheating is cheating. Yeah. Do you think think she had a backup ready to go? Like, you know, meeting Greg. I mean, from when, then when Greg comes on the way he phrased it as rekindle seems like they had already had something, something going on prior. And it, it seems like it was, it seems pretty convenient that he was ready to rock and roll, take her on a first date to Rome when I if, don't know. When he came out, it came it did not look good for either of them. I felt no, like No, and he looked like he definitely wasn't really sure what he was gonna be in for. He looked very like, oh, we're doing this when they show their like matching chow tattoos. He just looked which, like an asshole. Like, you know, I, I, I honestly look back at Katie season. He looked like an asshole and went before he left, you know. Mm-hmm. Um in all honesty, like probably Victoria and him deserve each other. And I doubt they're going to last long, but, um, 
but yeah, I mean, the fact that they got tattoos, it's like, ew, dude, like that's yeah. not like, that's not helping your case here. Like you guys got tattoos. You look like crazy people. Right. You know, they were just laughing the whole time about it. Like, you know, we don't care. We don't give a shit if like you guys hate us or not, which I guess cool. But I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I really feel like Victoria's feeling it like weeks after now that the finale's come out. Like people are still like believing probably Johnny more about all this or like more on his side than on her side because, um, you know, she's just coming off like it's just really polar opposite of how she was on the show. Like, it's right. just like, and it's all, just like no compassion. Yeah. All the credibility it. that like you've like gained during the show, like you just threw it all away. Yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad for her because like, you know, Kardashians do this type of stuff all the time. She's like the Kardashian of the show. Like people are just interested in Victoria Fuller for whatever reason. Um, I mean, I know why I'm interested in her, but like, I don't know what everyone else sees in it. Um, but yeah, it just, it's just like unfortunate for her because like, I, you know, there's rumors that she like is like a, uh, well, a homewrecker. Like she like takes yeah, people's th- husbands Those are rumors for like, even not long after she was on Peter's season, there's like, you know, there's plenty of like bad things out there about like her. Like her trashing that Airbnb, which apparently Greg was at. Um, which is before all this stuff, which doesn't match with the timeline talking about all this timeline stuff and everything. Um, you know, Nick Vial is going to have her on the podcast. I think today the episode released or something like that. It might release. It might. I mean, by the time you, you guys are listening to this, it will have released for sure. So we'll talk about that next week, but I don't know. I don't, I, I hate, I hate Nick talking about it. He's such a hypocrite. Well, cause he's, well, he's pals with Victoria. So yeah. he's gonna, you know, bring them on to let them, he's like, try to be all like, you know, che- cheaters aren't good, but like, you know, people calling people the C word aren't good either, which I think once again, that's completely removing the whole throwing the wine glass narrative thing in there. Um, but, uh, cause that's definitely the thing that he's gripping onto the most is being all like, Johnny didn't deny this. Johnny didn't deny this. And I'm like, okay. But, uh, you know, something that's part of it was Tyler tried to butt in. And I guess something that we didn't, that might have been cut a little bit more was like actually what he was trying to say that then she yelled at like She's Victoria like, this yelled. This is none at- of your business. So butch put out of it. I was like, I oh, know. Like, damn. I guess he tried to bring up how she was in LA when her and Johnny were trying to work on things. And saying that she was single and like doing whatever and like all of that stuff. So that might add to it. And then I guess something like, you know, what Johnny brought up was how they were together while the well, Gabby and Rachel season was airing. So, you know, she's seeing Gabby and Johnny having this, you know, they were he made it all the way to the end practically. And so I guess that affected their relationship and whatever. And but I, none of this really seems like an excuse to do things that maybe are very lacking. You know, that's like interesting that they never really brought up that point that even when they came on the beach, like they never really brought up the point that Victoria was concerned about the same stuff that um, Gabby was concerned about. They never like put those two and two together. So I can I mean, imagine like I put it together. Yeah, we put it together, but they never like on the show, like had Gabby talk to Victoria about that or, um, you know, mentioned it yeah. on the reunion. Like, you know, 
because you know i would understand like if victoria's watching this and she sees the gabby episodes of her saying the same thing that she said she's gonna say on the bachelor in paradise stuff she's like i said that about you you know you aren't ready to like settle down and all that stuff and it becomes like a whole thing but um yeah tyler this side of tyler comes out where he is like you know going outside with johnny after he steps off stage and they let Johnny leave and Victoria stays there and they go talking out back and stuff. And it's just like, Greg just looked like so stupid, man. Like, I hate that guy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't hate him, like, but it's just like, he I, looked for, dumb. He looked like a dumb puppy. That was all like, and she like, is like just so happy to have like the newest, her newest arm candy. Yeah. Like, I mean, she, he just looked like a villain. They both did. They came off like a villain couple. Well, cause like she like is like just such a, she, the way that she bounces from like, boyfriend to boyfriend it's just kind of i'm like i none of this seems genuine you know yeah um i don't know and they're just i don't see what she sees in greg like what does he do like you know like i don't know like that was the joke are they gonna get married is that what's gonna happen here because they're making it seem like he's ready to settle down and i want to i know that's all she says that she wanted was she's ready to settle down and start a family and do all this shit and i I, from what I, i mean and they've been hanging out and doing whatever still, but like I'm like, really? Like no, we've do you been really doing this so long happen? that I know those guys are not gonna make it. Um, so I think Johnny will be all right. Yeah. Um, you know, he's still he's still got time. You're gonna find other people better than Victoria Johnny, so um keep on keeping on. But that well, how does this episode end? How does uh They end it by showing us, you know, the the main couple, the the happiest couple from the beach, Serene and Brandon. And they come on, they say how they didn't get married on the beach because family means too much to them, which, duh. Um, But, you know, they're like, don't worry, Jesse, you'll be invited. And they're just gushing. They're like, truly the happiest couple. We love them for that. Good for them. They're all Gucci. And then they show us a preview of Zach's season where we see that whole bit with Tajwan and um, and Victoria. And we're like, why the hell is she on this season too? Like, this bitch is getting her bag. That's for sure. Um, but it just looks like, you know, Zach's season, I didn't see anything super attention grabbing. It looked pretty run of the mill stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to see that part, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I am looking forward to starting the rounds again until we aren't, you know, we're, I don't know. We'll probably start watching and be like, this is lame. But um, yeah, we we get to wait until Jan- mid middle of January, January twenty third for that. Yeah, so there you have it, folks. Bachelor in Paradise season nine wrapped up. Hopefully, we got to talk about it. You know, I'm sure more and more news will come out as you know weeks go on about the Victoria Fuller situation. People love to talk about it right now. It's just what it is. So I can understand why they're like the the franchise is trying to keep her in the loop with all this stuff. Um, the best they can uh but we'll just have to see um any other stuff coming out of bachelor nation yes so kendall long known for um she had been on re season she had been on bachelor in paradise with joe two like you know back several summers ago and then she popped on just to kind of stir the pot a little bit last season um her and her boyfriend mitchell sage who you know seemingly is a rando um are engaged so good for them good for them um yeah i mean everyone's getting engaged that's what's going down i mean it's 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 that time of year where a lot of engagements happen 
I personally, if somebody ever proposed to me um, during, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas or my birthday, I would or I, like uh, uh, Valentine's Day, um, they don't know me. They well have like a three month window. Summertime. Yeah, that, that, that I guess it's like a four month window, like yeah. November, December, January, February. Don't uh, do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, good for him. Uh, you know, what do you guys think? Do you think it's too quick for Kendall to get engaged after trying to stir up the pot with Joe? Um, do, what do you think? Do you believe Johnny over Victoria or Victoria over Johnny? Do you think Greg came off looking all right on this? What do you, Would you get a tattoo just on your first date in Italy if it is their first date? Yeah, first date. Questions I, I need to know. What do you guys think in the comments below? Just let us know. Um, you know, another Bachelor in Paradise season coming to a close. Um, you know, I I enjoyed it. It was a longer ride than we expected, but you yeah. know, it is what it is until next year. Um, and like I said earlier, uh, you know, definitely stick around on the show. Just to we'll be talking about Bachelor Nation news on the off season, and giving you all the all the good stuff. And as we ramp up to Bachelor, the new season, we'll probably talk about more of the girls and I'm sure stuff will come out about them and more stuff with Zach and, and all that. So um, keep it keep it locked right here with Future Bachelor. Uh, yeah. Well, V, why don't we uh, get talking about stuff we like to do here? What do we got for quick hits? Yeah, um, pretty pretty quiet week. Um, Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson and Emrata were, you know, seen front row at a Knicks game together, really keeping going if they're dating or whatever, we'll see. Um, they were, you know, amongst many celebs there, but they definitely got Man, the most Pete attention. Davidson is one lucky guy. He's got that that good good, I guess. Um, uh, Megan Thee Stallion was the first female rapper on the cover of Forbes for 30 Under 30. I believe she first made the list three years ago. Um but this is the first time as a female rapper that, you know, they have that, you know, her or just a female rapper covering that issue. So congrats to her. She's I do wonder, on. like, how are you going to get picked for 30 under 30 twice? Like, do you not really have anybody else? 30 people you're picking from and you're picking from the same people? I think again? sometimes, like, they keep people on the list. I feel like sometimes it's like a recurring thing. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if it's deserving this year. Like, what did Meg Thee Stallion do? I mean, I guess she was on SNL. She was on She-Hulk. Yeah. She yeah. didn't have that great of an album. I think album. her album came out earlier this year. Yeah, I mean, whatever. They're really hurting. They just, I think, want people with All big right, followings. Don't, she's accomplished a lot, and she's changed the rap game a decent amount. What are you talking about? How did she change the rap game? She, like, added to, like, you know, the whole idea of that, you know, she continued what, you know, things like Lil' Kim and other people. Yeah, but other started. people are doing that too. I don't, to me, I just think it's like she's just has a big following right now. Like she's probably going to, you know, there's, she's still, I think the biggest thing looming over her is this uh, court case. And once that's done with, we'll see what happens with her and stuff. But like, I think the fire has kind of died down on Meg the Stallion. I don't know. Um, it's just not like she's had a huge hit. What is the last hit that you remember that she came out with? Exactly. What, so that's what I'm trying. Stuff earlier this year, but yeah, I mean that's all I'm saying. It's just I'm just being real here with what I'm I'm seeing. But good for her. Um, what else we got? Jonah Hill is gonna make that name Jonah Hill 
his legal name, he's filing to drop his real last name, Feldstein. As we know, he is brother to Beanie Feldstein. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, the whole these these people in the in entertainment industry really like like to, you know, they have their different stage names. And I feel like it's becoming more and more of a trend to just like make that their legal name, which I guess power to them. You can do I that. could see that. I mean, I wonder, you know, with my real name and everyone call me Cy, like if Cy Rajadex becomes like the household name. I would think I would want a little bit of anime, but there must be something with like the government or like processes or something like people. He just maybe just is getting to the point where he doesn't like his last name or to disassociate with his family. I don't know. I, Obviously I re- not. Him and his sister Beanie are like very, very close. And he no, supports but I'm her saying a shit like, ton. yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like Jonah Hill. No one knows his last name anyway. So I, I don't know. I guess just make it simple. Everyone calls you that anyway. So. Um, anything else for quick hits? Elon got mad at Apple because they were threatening to remove Twitter from its app store. If it goes against app store policies, they're not, you know, Twitter isn't the first app to like get at with Apple. Like Spotify has, there's been plenty of apps that Apple, you know, deals with because of, you know, the amount of money they take from the app and Elon wants to do this whole thing with the memberships and stuff. And he isn't really happy about obviously Apple makes money off of having apps in their app store. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know though. That's like, this is like power Titans. Like if Apple can control like what app goes in their app store, like they're like the biggest company. It's just like almost not fair. You know, it's like they have control over everything then, you know, um, whether you like Twitter or Elon or whatever, it's just, kind I mean, of like, Twitter is also web-based, so you would be able to access it on your phone no matter what. Yeah. Just but like, I mean, having an app is kind of like where it's at and stuff, you know, um, nothing works great on web-based, but I mean, you're right. Uh, what made you go yikes this week? So the first one is there was this big Balenciaga ad campaign that showed children holding these these bags that they are putting out that are like these BDSM bears, which already is problematic at, uh, at minimal. And then they also, as part of the different areas of this ad, just also showed um, documents from a court case that was all about um, child pornography. And so it's like the whole... Um, People are uh, sick, man. It's definitely a sick shit all around. So they pulled this ad campaign... Um, because obviously it's like kind of condemning, you know, it it was kind of like promoting child abuse, child pornography, um, things like that. Um, and they were saying all these things about, you know, how this isn't, this is not what they stand for this. They didn't realize like, and cause like at first the photographer was under fire and they're like, she was like, I was just here to, they set up the sets. I did what I was told, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, they said that they thought that the props were fake office documents, but they turned out to be real legal papers from, you know, this specific case of United States versus Williams, which confirms as illegal and not protected by freedom of speech, the promotion of child pornography. So it's like, OK, how is that? How did that just accidentally get in there? Seems a little and like Balenciaga has done many of controversial thing with the promotions and stuff like that. And this kind of, I think, might be the end of it for them because I'm pretty sure even Kim Kardashian, um, uh, you know, she she's like been the face of Balenciaga 
And she's up in there in law and she is obviously not happy about all of this that's been happening. So and it's not a good I look think, if you're trying to become a lawyer, you know? Right. Right. Um, so. yeah. Yikes. Uh, I mean, I hate Balenciaga anyways. Like they'd be trying to give like trash bags out and making them like purses and, right. and selling them for like thousands. Um, what else made you go? Yikes. So yay announced his 2024, presidential campaign try to get trump as his running mate i guess he went to mar-a-lago and trump yelled at him saying that he would never win and then he also wanted to get breitbart's milo yiannopoulos to be his campaign manager overall a shit storm his like campaign video was a mess um it's just it's just insane so uh, it's just another like you thought i thought that kanye was maybe gonna learn to just Simmer, but alas. <laughs> you got to run for president and like everyone's running away from you. Um, yikes. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't really have much to say about that. Uh, <laughs> well, V, I got to know. I need to know. Um, you know, I just I just have to know. Uh, what are you watching? I'll be honest, I haven't, like, I just barely started watching this because I didn't watch, we didn't spend any time watching movies or doing anything when I was home, um, so, but just, I, we watched a shit ton of football, like, mm -hmm. because it was, all my brothers have teams that they follow, and I have my teams that I follow, and we will have football in my household, but I did, I'm just barely starting Wednesday on Netflix, it's like the Adams Family spinoff about Wednesday Adams with Jenna Ortega, and I wish, I wish, 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 wish they released this in October. They should have done it then. But um, it's cool. I, I've been liking it. Yeah. So. Um, haven't checked it out. Wasn't always the biggest Adams Family fan. Um, but yeah, Jenny Ortega's hot. So, and I heard they got Christina Ricci in there. So that's pretty yeah. cool. She's in there. It's a lot of cool people in there. But um, sorry, I've got a question. What? What have you been <laughs> Me, um, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, you know, I did, I'm not a huge football fan, but my family was, so they were watching a lot of that, a lot of, you know, World Cup stuff. Um, but really what I was watching this, like what I wanted to watch was this movie called um, I'll Be Home for Christmas. It was like one of the few, like last, like uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas movies. Um, and it was starring Jessica Biel. Uh, and it was pretty interesting because it was a huge throwback. I think it came out in 1998. So, really? yeah. Mm. And here it is, Jessica Biel. She's like the bad guy in it actually was her, like her boyfriend for like three years. Um, and he also played a character on the show she was on seventh heaven. So I was like, where have I seen this kid before? He plays like a kid in, he's like a kid. Yeah. And that she ends up dating in, in, in real life and in the show of seventh heaven. Um, but the yeah, ironic, that's right. the ironic part is, is that, you know, there you are with Jessica Biel and that movie, it's a Christmas movie about Jonathan Taylor Thomas trying to get home for Christmas. Um, and his dad says, if you get home by the time we start dinner at 6 PM, um, you can have his car or something like that, the Jaguar <laughs> or something. And, um, yeah, so it's this whole mission about getting home. But the movie ends with uh, uh, NSYNC's uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, this movie came out in 1998. And here we have Jessica Biel in a movie. And it ends with her future husband 
singing the song crazy at the end of the movie i'm just like is that weird i don't know maybe that's why i have a podcast because i think things like that are weird um and it's I all bring connected it i don't it's, know if it's weird it's just coincidental it's weird that i care about it like this um but the another thing that i watched was sister act two classic um you know very different from sister act one but both are just you know great movies i i mean when you think about sequels that were better than the original it this might kind of be up there i mean they're two different types of movies with you know whoopi goldberg as a nun but um grew up watching these sister act two is a classic you have to watch that um but yeah so that's what i watched um have you ever seen it I don't think I have. Oh my gosh. You need to watch Sister Act 2. You need to watch both Sister Acts. Um, they're just great movies. So, uh, yeah, if you're looking for a Christmas movie, definitely check out I'll Be Home for Christmas. Uh, yeah, so V, why don't we get into our Slapper of the Week? Slapper of the Week. This song slaps. <laughs> What's funny is that I really haven't been checking new music because Friday because... There hasn't been good music. There hasn't been good new music, really. Like, it's kind of crazy that I have to search all of new music Friday for just one song that might be great. But this week, um, you know, I was watching my my uh, my stepdad's from England. uh, So he was watching, you know, he watches like English channels and stuff. And they had one of those talk shows like a Jimmy Kimmel or whatever of, of England. And he had Stormzy on there. And Stormzy, you know, it was like really funny. They had Kate Hudson and Stormzy on the show. So it was like really interesting. And then there I went to look which, for a new which one which show was it? Was it the I'm like I feel like I've seen clips of Yeah, it's that show where they have like all the celebrities sitting on the couch and they, they Yeah. And I think they I swear what that guy's stuff. name is. But um yeah, there I think there's like two of those shows or something like that. Like kind of like we have them here, like you know, late night type of show, but, um, Stormzy was on it. And then I went and looked at the song and the song is called, this is what I mean by Stormzy. So I, um, check it out on the future bachelor podcast playlist. Stormzy is a, a rapper from the UK and, um, you know, becoming pretty big, you know, he's up there now. So I think he has songs with like Ed Sheeran, you know, mm-hmm. um, he might have songs with Drake. I'm not sure, but, um, he's kind of like the big deal at the time now. So check it out. What, this is what I mean by Stormzy. Uh, v, do you have any shout outs this week? I obviously wanted to shout out my fam. Mm. Um, very thankful for them again. <laughs> um, and I wanted to shout out our pals, Rachel and Maggie for their birthdays this week. Yeah, I'll just piggyback off that. Shout out to my fam and shout out to Rachel and Maggie this week for their birthdays. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> We got like this cool like mystery party thing going down this weekend that we'll be doing. Everyone's like, it's like an 80s theme, but like there's a murderer among us. And I'm not really sure how the game's going to go. I got to read up on the directions and stuff, but we all have to dress up in character and um, should be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. It's like we're going to be at an 80s release party in the Beverly Hills mm. where and something goes awry. Um, yeah. But. I was t- I was telling you earlier today. Um, it's kind of like, it reminds me of bodies, 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 you know, or like clue or something like that, you know, or knives out. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to have fun this weekend doing that. So I'm excited. Um, you got any other plans for the weekend? Um, I think, you know, my BF and I, we're going to try to hit some, um, some of the pop-up bars in Atlanta, so because of the holidays and there's a shit ton here so we might be hitting one of them so dope, we'll dope. yeah um 
I'm on this kick right now where I'm just trying to only eat fish and vegetables or like just vegetables and very light chicken or something like that. But I'm like December 1st is the whole new beginning of me. And um, we're going to see what we can do in the next 30 days, maybe 60, 90, um, you know, and I'm, I'm going to be pretty excited about it. So uh, this weekend, it's all about, you know, staying diligent, trying not to go hard on the food and snacks um, because your boy likes to eat. And uh, so that's kind of my focus is to get through the weekend, still eating healthy and um, and push it towards, you know, the whole month of December, if not continuing on for the rest of my life. Um, so that's what I got planned. And yeah. all um, about moderation, though, too. Something. To sure, sure. But, you know, to be honest, I've had a lot of like stuff over the last year. Um, you know, I've been working out and everything, but because of that, I still eat like whatever I want. So now it's just kind of a matter of seeing like, you know, how I can get that. And yes, eventually it'll go back to being moderation, but like, I want to get used to being just like eating good food, like, you know, not to just eat to eat, but like eat to, you know, be healthy and stuff. So, um, it's just another thing I'm adding on to the routines I've been trying to do. So don't know what that has to do with this weekend but i'm just trying to make it through the weekend um you know because weekend is like where you're like i'm gonna go crazy i'm gonna go eat pizza i'm gonna eat fast food i'm gonna eat whatever i'm out you know so i'm just trying to to do that so we'll see but um i'm hoping you guys had a good thanksgiving a safe one with your family and friends um thanks for riding with us with the whole bachelor in paradise season this um this past season, making sure that you lock in with us. We're going to be starting up year five here soon, future bachelor, and um, just going to continue to grow in all ways. So um, make keep it locked right here. Your favorite podcast, future bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces. Bye. Future bachelor podcast.